Welcome to Hope Is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope Is Here. My name is Greg Horn, and we are continuing our conversation this week talking about after amen, what do you do when you're waiting on God? And uh, that's based off a series we've been doing the past seven weeks, based off a book, a wonderful book on prayer by Rusty George. I would encourage you if you're looking for a good read this holiday season. It's a simple, but just a lot of good practical tips when we're waiting on God after we say amen. And I've been sharing also some of the things that God's taught me in uh, my 40 plus years of being a follower of Jesus about prayer and times of waiting and uh, just have had some good feedback on this series and uh, just so appreciate uh, all of you that listen. And yesterday we wrapped up the program kind of sharing the foundational verse for Hope is Here Ministry as we celebrate our sixth anniversary this month. Amazing all that God has done as Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 says, God has done more than we could ever hope or imagine. And I'm so thankful for the many, many people that listen. Uh, we recently celebrated the 65th anniversary of Gardenside Christian Church and had a couple people come up to me and just say, hey, uh, you know, I, I listen on the radio each morning and they were just visiting uh because of the special celebration and uh, just talked about how blessed they were by the program and by the wonderful guests that we have here and uh, just always love when that happens and want to encourage you if you're blessed by this program hey let us know email us uh, comment on Facebook uh, we're on Twitter uh, Instagram uh, also we have the one minute cups of hope on uh, TikTok, and so i hope to do that but man if you've been blessed by a program whether it's one i've done or one of, with our many awesome guests that we have let us know it's always so encouraging when we hear from our listeners and or our viewers on youtube uh, remind you that most of our programs are on youtube sometimes we have some technical challenges and that's always on my end when that happens <laughs> but um uh, Man, let us know and hope you'll subscribe to our YouTube channel. Hope is here and type in that. And then my name, Greg Horn, H-O-R-M. We would be honored and so appreciative if you do that. But we're bracing. We ended yesterday's program off the foundational verse for Hope is Here Ministries. Romans chapter 15, verse 13. I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, friends, I know that the holiday season here, Christmas season, you know, it can be the most wonderful time of year as that famous song that's been around forever says. But, you know, friends, I also know it can be the most painful time of year. And, man, I just want to encourage you to keep your hope, your eyes on Jesus like we talked about there in Romans chapter 15, verse 13. Because this is just a few weeks out of the year, you know, less than 20 days by the time you're listening to this. And, you know, we we just don't need to be consumed with that. And yet the enemy loves to do it. And I know it's painful, friends. I've been there. Okay. I've been there going through divorce. And then uh, my father passed away. And I remember all those first Christmases without the special loved one and, um, God, I just, uh, uh, I just, I'm crying out to God that I had to just say, Lord, I need your help, or, you know, I, I don't think I'm going to make it. The pain's so overwhelming at times. And I'm just reminded now uh, that God was my source of hope then. He's my source of hope today, and He's your source of hope. And it says in that verse that Romans 15, 
chapter 15, verse 13, that he will fill us completely with joy and peace when we trust in him. So friends, I got to ask you today, do you trust him? You may not understand him. Sometimes I don't either. In this side of heaven, friends, there's just seasons like that. But you know what? We can always trust in him. Then when we trust in him, it says in that verse that he will fill us completely with joy and peace. Aren't you thankful for that today? I want you to remember, as we talked about yesterday, and we continue talking about today, just remember those times that God's provided that joy and that peace that passes all understanding that the Bible promises us when we trust Him as our Lord and Savior, when we seek God with all our heart, mind, and soul, especially during those difficult times in life like sometimes the holidays can be. I love then the next part of that verse in Romans chapter 15, verse 13. It says, Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. So after we've trusted God, friends, it says he provides that joy and peace because we've trusted in him. Then after that, it doesn't just say that we'll have hope. It says we'll have confident hope. And then because he's such a generous God, friends, it says then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. I mean, what what a blessing it is to know God says, hey, I don't want to just give you hope. I want to give you confident hope if you'll trust in me, even when you're waiting on me in times of prayer. Or sometimes, unfortunately, my answer has to be no or not now. If you'll trust me, I will give you joy and peace. And then not only will you have hope, you're going to have confident hope, and you're going to overflow with hope. But you're doing that through the power of the Holy Spirit, not on your own. So i got to remind your friends to ask that third part of the Trinity, God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Ask the Holy Spirit, or as Jesus said, hey, I'm going to be, told the disciples, hey, I'm going to be leaving you, but you will not be alone. I'm leaving a comforter and a counselor, which is the Holy Spirit. And friends, during this holiday season, if it's really, really painful for you right now, Uh, Just cry out to God and read read Romans chapter 15, verse 13 out loud. And I'm so thankful to know, friends, that God will help you and he'll give you that confident hope. And I'm just so thankful that, you know, God is faithful. And the painful Christmas seasons that I've had to go through and going through unexpected divorce. And uh, then when my father died seven years ago, that first Christmas there without him and I get it, friends. I get it. And uh, God hurts because you hurt, but he will help you. Even through the tears, the heartache, the disappointment, Jesus will help you. The Holy Spirit will help you if you will ask him. So we talked about, you know, sometimes when you wait on God, uh, we talked about this on Monday's program, that sometimes our reaction, unfortunately, uh, when God says no, is we throw a fit or we play the blame game sometimes even blaming God himself. But, you know, there's another option that today in the short time we have left that I really wanted to base yesterday in today's program on, just remembering, remembering, okay? You're like, what do you mean, Greg? Well, when I don't get the answer I want, will I change my perspective on who God is or or will I remember who God has been? Ouch, I'm going to say that one more time. When I don't get the answer I want, will I change my perspective on who God is? Or will I remember who God has been? Friends, that's one of the things that's helped me through really painful times in my life, just remembering, even though my feelings may be really painful, 
because of the season I'm in. But just to remember how faithful God was in other seasons of pain and heartache and disappointment in my life. So when we don't get the answer we want, we've got to remember, will we change our perspective on who God is or will we remember who God has been? I mean, all throughout the Bible, friends, people have been having to do that. I mean, think back to the Israelites who had, I mean, man, they made a practice out of this, didn't they? For much of their existence, the stories of creation, the flood, Abraham, and God's presence were stories they had to continually tell each other and remind each other. When they were enslaved for decades, they had to remind each other. We serve the God who promised our father Abraham we would be a great nation. While they wandered around the wilderness, they had to remind each other, we serve a God who rescued Isaac. He can surely rescue us today. When they waited in exile in Babylon, they had to remind each other, we serve a God who delivered our forefathers. We know he will deliver us. But, you know, we got to remember that the gospel we follow has a leader in Jesus who said, In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. So, friends, today we must remember that the gospel we claim is one of eternal restoration, not momentary pleasure. Wow, that's so good. I want to say that again. We must remember that the gospel we claim is one of eternal restoration, not momentary pleasure. When I read that Rusty George book a few years ago and reread it recently, it just really jumped out in my spirit, that powerful quote. And then he also says, you know, we must also remember that if our leader died on a cross, then our standard of blessing can't be a life without pain. Friends, that's one of the things I have to be reminded of sometimes when I'm really hurting is know that Jesus understands, Okay. I mean, my goodness, none of us went through the pain of dying on a cross, the most humiliating and extremely painful way to die. You know, Max Lucado in his book, Anxious for Nothing, he builds his premise on this one verse, Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. It says, Be anxious for nothing, but by prayer and at, but in everything by prayer and application. I'm sorry prayer, and supplication, with thanksgiving let your requests be known to God, and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. Alluding to this verse, Max Lucado talks about the joy of trusting in God's sovereignty. He goes on to say in this wonderful book, Anxious for Nothing, rather than rehearse the chaos of the world, rejoice in the Lord's sovereignty as Paul did. Lucado is so passionate about this idea of trusting in God's sovereignty. He even goes on to say later in his wonderful book, Anxious for Nothing, is God sovereign over your circumstances? Is he mightier than your problem? Does he have answers to your questions? According to the Bible, the answer is yes, yes, and yes. You know, friends, though, sometimes in my prayers I blame God for the lack of things that he has not promised rather than remembering his provision of what he has. You know, John was an eyewitness to all that Jesus did, and he was Jesus' closest friend. You would think that that would garner some favor from Jesus after he had returned to heaven, but John still had his wandering and wondering. Soon after the church began, 
They start to experience signs and wonders and rapid growth until persecution started to break out. John's brother James is executed. He had to be asking, how could this be? John was also a, a disciple, a close friend of Jesus. John had to wonder, why him? Why my brother James and not me? He must have remembered when Jesus said, in this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. So over the next decade, John would see mass persecution take the lives of many of his friends, church members, and even the other disciples. John himself would be tortured and left on a prison island to die. He must have remembered, in this world, you will have trouble. But he must have also found it hard to take heart. So Jesus showed up. The book of Revelation is the letter John writes to his persecuted churches from the vision he received from Jesus. And you know what Jesus told him. Revelation chapter 21 verses 3 and 4. I heard a loud shout from the throne saying, Look, God's home is now among his people. He will live with them and they will be his people. God himself will be with them and he will wipe away every tear from their eyes and there will be no more death or sorrow or crying or pain. All these things are gone forever. So remember, friends, Jesus is saying, hey, I've overcome the world. I may not take away the pain, but one day I'm going to take away the tears. And the truth is not everything happens for a reason, but rather everything in this life can and will be redeemed. And one day the crucified Lord will wipe away every tear from our eyes and all will be made right. Thanks for listening today. My name is Greg Horn, and this is Hope is Here Ministries. Thank you for listening to Hope is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax-deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today. If you have been blessed by Hope is Here, would you consider making a donation to help this ministry continue to reach thousands in Central Kentucky every day? It's simple and safe. Go to our website at hopeishere.today where you can make a safe and secure online donation or you can find our address to mail a check. All donations are tax deductible and they are greatly appreciated. Please make your donation today at hopeishere.today. Again, that's hopeishere.today.